0: Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic
1: and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Secret of Mana Part 5 for the Super Nintendo.
0: Well, folks, this is it. It is the final episode in our Secret of Manuary. We didn't think it would go to five, but you know us. It always goes (laughs) a little longer than we would expect. So this is it. We're going to finish up the storyline, cover the last bits of magic you'll be picking up, talk about the interesting ending to this game, how it personally affected us and our families. (laughs) And then we're going to go through the review process, of course, and wrap this thing up. Let's do it. Alright folks, so as we told you last week You find a Jacques For real, for the final time You fight those evil robot Uses, oh wait no, that was Bill and Ted Part (laughs) 2, you fight just the evil Versions of yourself, the dark versions And once you've defeated the inner darkness Jacques tells you you must get to the Tree Palace, for it's all Going down now, the Mana Fortress is about to be reawoken And if that happens, the Mana Beast Will come back and destroy the world Uh, Stakes are high so you jump on the back of Flammy, your white dragon friend. Mm-hmm. And you got to find this uh, tree palace, which is on top of a sunken continent, which makes it very easy to find.
1: Yeah, this was where I had some problems landing. It's like, I've, it just, I kept trying to land like to the point where and it wouldn't let me. And I was like, am I in the wrong place? And I flew to, the, you know, I was like, I don't know. I, I screwed around and then I double checked online, you know, to make sure I was where I needed to be. And then, of course, when I tried it, it just let me land. So... Well, uh, you know,
0: for me, I always had a little trouble landing. Uh, you know, it was like you just go down as hard as you can, or as close to the ground, and then kind of spiral, hoping you hit the little patch of greenery that they say is the correct landing spot. And that <laughs> it, that was almost anywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, this one just it gave me a little trouble. You know, all that Well, hopefully, excitement. it doesn't
0: give you too much trouble. You land and you walk right into this palace where you are greeted by flowers, wreaths, a feast. No, wait, not at all. <laughs> it's the emperor and his
1: henchmen. The emperor,
0: yes, he says that he only has one more seal to break, and then he will—the entire end of the world prophecy will begun. Will begun? Will have begun?
1: It's getting real, man. And he's got uh, one of his minions in there, mm-hmm.
0: Sheiks, the Dark Stalker, indeed, from Taznica,
1: <laughs> who wants to uh, wants revenge on you, and the emperor lets him, right?
0: Well, yeah, it turns into a beast that is not humanoid in any way, shape, or form.
1: No, it's the Ego Grappalon. I'm glad you pronounced it. I I think that's fingers crossed. I don't know if that's 100%, but
0: I'm going to pretend like it is. <laughs> and this is a weird looking creature. It looks kind of like a half cactus,
1: half monster. Yeah, it's weird. It has two large spiky legs and then a big orbular body with a huge mouth on top.
0: Yeah, they're like ED-209 legs. So you have like your little three-toed legs <laughs> and they're all yeah. Super Nintendo balls to the body, which is like a Venus flytrap-ish kind of creature. Mm-hmm. But this can be a little bit of a challenging fight because almost immediately it will cast wall upon itself. No fun. I did manage to get a few um, rounds of magic off. Yeah. But you don't get too many, that's for sure.
1: Can you use dispel magic on the wall?
0: I don't know. I, I I'm didn't not think smart to. enough to ever try. <laughs> uh, but, you know, not only does it have wall cast on it, which makes your magic user pretty much worthless. It does also cast burst.
1: That's a spell we haven't seen yet and pretty strong. And it does some other, like, bouncing around stuff, too, right?
0: Yeah. And then it uh, jumps around. I think it pulls its legs in and bounces around as a ball. And when it rolls around, it can hurt you and do a lot of damage in that way as as well. What a a jerk. Yeah. For me, I thought, you know, the main tactic we had was to use our highest level weapon, augment Mm -hmm. spell. Oh, sure. And then just charge away. Yeah. Heal, heal, heal.
1: It it can... You know, be one with your hand-to-hand. A good tactic I used here and on certain bosses was, especially if you can get in before the wall, is to, and, you know, I leveled up Luna as far as I could at this point, is to start jamming, even if you're not missing anything, and just drain the MP as fast Mm. as you can, to where it'll either run out or or just can't cast wall. That is a very wise move. Yeah, I don't know. You can do it either way. Now, once
0: you have defeated Sheiks, or Agagrappalon... (laughs) uh you are given the spear orb but it is too late
1: because uh as you leave the continent arises from the depths of the ocean that's right well and you know because if you run down to where there is a mana seed and this is where you get your your eighth and final spirit is the dryad
0: oh yes the little uh tree man yeah yeah and he says something to the effect that he's like uh part of his magic is blocked
1: yeah it's like they got through the seed and and the dryads just bummed (laughs) and it's you kind of talk talk it into uh not giving up powers yeah yeah
0: yeah so and uh you each get two powers from the dryad strangely enough
1: instead of three Uh uh-huh so let's start with the girl sure um you get an expensive at 10 mp you get revivifier i don't think i ever used this yeah me either um I always had, you know, it, it brings your character back to life, but if you already have... I, I always had plenty of those cups of wishes.
0: Yeah, you might as well have four of those, and then you don't have to use ten magic points.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then for 6 MP, you get wall. Mm-hmm. It's all right.
0: Yeah, I wanted to use it more than I did, but there's just not a lot of uh, reasons to at this point of the game.
1: No, not really. Um, It's, it's okay. <laughs> you know, most of the time... I don't want to do it because I want to be able to use my healing spells. Right, exactly. Uh, And then the sprite also gets two. Yes, you get the sleep flower for two MP, which puts enemies to sleep. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome
0: because, oh, uh, well, I used it to level up my dryad magic. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because you can just use it forever. Like they just stay asleep.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then finally, we get burst, which is one of the very spells that Iga was using against us. It's... 4MP and it's just a kind of attack spell. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. I used it a decent amount. If you know, if something wasn't weak to Dryad, yeah, yeah, or or if they're weak to nothing, I kind of liked using it as well. I don't know Mm -hmm. how effective that is.
0: But uh, you get those spells, you leave the palace, and it is now on top of a giant continent. And when you land again, the palace is now like the top floor of a giant
1: tower. That's right. So you got to fight your way up there kind of
0: yeah uh, outside you're gonna see Gemma. he's chilling out here with a bunch of people and there's no way in through the
1: palace section you're gonna have to get to the very bottom yeah so there there are two like stairways outside you can go down mm-hmm. but the right one's like a little dead end yeah so head to the left and, and roll in
0: and once you're inside you're gonna want to make sure you have that axe equipped or do you uh Uh, Because I found out that at this point, I don't know if it was just the level of sword I had or what, but two sword swings will also clear all of the gems or whatever that are blocking your path in this dungeon.
1: Yes. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because you can see where it's like it like half cuts it down and then cuts it all the way down. Which is so much easier than
0: switching to the axe every like 30, 40 feet.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Because there are some strong enemies in here. Oh, yeah. You get some uh, those big the dark knights. Mm-hmm. the shapeshifters metal crawlers
1: they're but back.
0: the most annoying of all is the new form of a uh, bird guy isn't he oh, in here the
1: kimono wizard or something or yeah one of those? Mm-hmm.
0: there's also uh basilisks in here sure, that summon yeah. the egatrice those little creatures oh yeah not fun no but uh you know it's very straightforward the hardest part of this whole area is that there are these waterfalls going on in it yeah, yeah, and you have to be at full run to not get swept away by them. And then the annoying part is two of them have like secret switches in the middle of the waterfall. You have to run down halfway and then activate the switch to turn it off.
1: Yeah, you got to be you got to be ready for it. On the you right. don't want to have to go back around again. No, no, this is a good spot too. A lot of these enemies have some pretty decent like drops. I, I got lucky. I got I found a gauntlet from one of the dark knights, which is a oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a pretty high level armor
0: uh we got extremely lucky and i'll talk about it in the end where we did a little leveling at the very final place and got every rare drop in the building oh nice and some of them like eight of them so oh wow it was interesting uh but you know this is actually a pretty easy area it's all very straightforward until the midway point at which you will fight your first boss the hydra
1: yeah yeah uh somewhat familiar looking foe Mm
0: -hmm. it is a two-headed dragonish creature you have fought one before yeah, the Jabberwocky. It's weak against fire magic. So, uh, you know, this thing is toast. Your fire magic should be fully topped off at this point. Absolutely. Blast away. You'll get the whip orb and then you're into the real mazy kind of hard part of this area. Yeah. Because you're in a medieval shopping mall or something. I don't know. There's like uh, escalators going on here. Yeah. This is a
1: weird kind of place where it looks semi-modern, For us, you know, and then towards the end, you get to the point where it's like a subway.
0: Yeah. And there's some light maze ish elements here where there are gates that are shut and you have to find the correct switch to open the gate. And then there are also places where you can't make the one foot jump up onto a platform. But if you loop, you can fall down from those platforms. Right. Yeah. So it's all about if you haven't been through an area, go into an empty area, find the switch at the end of it, or find the loop to land on an area with a switch. And then work yeah. your way back to an area that had a gate before and so on and so forth. It's, it seems a little confusing, but it's really there's only one way to go every time you open a new switch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But as you said, towards the very end, you get out into what is like the lobby of an old subway station. It's tiled and yeah. there are subway cars waiting for you.
1: Yeah. And they are full of undead, right?
0: Yeah. I just I ran full tilt across the entire set of four cars.
1: I can't remember if I fought them. I think I did poke around and fight them, but they're not very hard. You know, they all, you can kind of take them down one by one. But yeah, like you said, you can just run through. It doesn't, you don't have to do it. You don't.
0: And then at the end of the subway, you will go to make your way out and you will find the Scorpion army. They're back. And they know who you really are this time. Yeah. They want your sword, right? Mm Mm-hmm. They need that mana sword. And how are they going to get it? By sending a robot to fight you. A uh, very familiar looking robot. This time it's named Kettlekin, but we fought it before. It's that weird elvish looking uh, oil can style robot with giant yeah. mallets for hands. Indeed. And the boss fight is the exact same. Um, although this one is even easier because its main defense is that it casts Lucid Barrier on itself. So you're not even going to hit it with your swords. Yeah. It's just all about time to hit it. with t- Whatever your magic is, that's the strongest. That's what I went with. I don't think it has a weakness. Yeah. I, I believe you're right. I do know that once you've defeated it, you get the bow orb, and the scorpion army will run away, and then you can exit the tree palace area, and you are back onto the main level the, the of the sunken continent. Yeah, this is actually like we're in the, the palace here, right? Well, you don't have to go into the palace right away. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, in fact, it's a great chance to run away and heal up and take care of all of the stuff you want to take care of. Not a bad idea at all. And level up any magics you want now
1: yeah yeah i definitely um this was where uh when i leveled up I'm pretty i don't know if it was here or right after this but i i spent a lot of time leveling up the dryad and then i had the wall spell on my <laughs> sprite till the end of the game almost where I, was, I i could not wait for it to go away that is hilarious uh i i did a lot of
0: leveling up in the secret sacred the misty forest area mm-hmm. and then came right back here and sure, yeah. when you do come back, now you have in, now you have access to the Grand Palace. It, it is grand indeed. There's some new enemies in here. There are the Heckhounds. They are a new reskin of the wolf, but they are able to summon any other kind of wolf they want.
1: They're not too bad, and they can keep summoning creatures, kind of like drops. So they're, they're an easy way to get, get some XP.
0: There are new forms of the sword, the Doom Sword you'll be fighting, mm-hmm. and these uh, weird little turtle guys. Yeah. Um, More like frost gremlins. But all in all, this area is very familiar looking because it's got sections that are in reminiscent of every one of the major palaces we've been to so far.
1: Yeah, this is a long like you're going around all these rooms looking for crystal orbs that all need a different spell to activate them.
0: And... That's all it is, is you activate it, it opens a bridge or a door somewhere, you find the next one, you cast Analyze on the orb, find out what you need to do, move on and on and on. Indeed. And then the final portion is a little different. There's a, a spot where you have to hit a couple switches to open up a whipping location. hmm mm-hmm. And then you get to the boss rush that is the end of this area. Oh, Yeah. Starts off not too bad with the Snapdragon. It is identical to all the other weird little goofy blobs that turn into lizards. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what this one does. If it's anything different. I just know we destroyed it almost instantly.
1: Yeah, same here. Uh, I think it has cure water. Okay.
0: It's weak against Salamondo. So yeah, easy. He's asking for it. You get the javelin orb and then you move on to talk to the emperor and he is there before the man of seeds. Mm-hmm. and uh, it turns out the, Than- the emperor is actually uh, knocked out that's right he was betrayed by his own minions yes but it's really thanatos you need and he's in the door behind you so you go
1: that's right and then the other what is it fanha yes is the other it's a lady and she transforms into a new boss hexes yeah a, a pretty cool looking boss yeah she is like a snake lady kind six of similar. armed snake lady to the uh, classic d d monster, the Merolith demon.
0: Mm. And she can hurt you just by touching you. Yeah, so stay away. And turn you into a pygmy. So Which, that's a deadly double combo. I think we lost the sprite here once or twice, actually.
1: I can see that. If you have your midge mallet, you can unpigmatize yourself.
0: But you have to be really on it, because that's kind of her combo. Is she does the pygmy's glare, boom, turns you into
1: a pygmy, and then hits you, and you're knocked out right away. Yeah, this is another one where pretty easy if you drain all the MP, if you can bust Hmm, that out early. I can see that. But the magic spells don't seem to work very well, so I think maybe burst? Does that work against her?
0: Yeah, probably. I can't remember what we used, but I know we just tried to stun lock it with as many spells as we could. It's the way to do it. It is, because you will defeat this Hexus, you will get the whip orb, and then you are almost done. You step on a switch and you are transported to a weird techno floor. Where you must fight Geshtar once again.
1: He's back on his flying robo bike. The mech rider. Yeah.
0: Although I don't know if this is the real Geshtar or this was like a, it's some sort of weird thing Thanatos did where he either brought him back or made like an image of him.
1: Yeah. This one is the the trick about this one is it will cast wall on itself, which is not cool.
0: No, again, I did manage to get a few spells off on it before it did so. I was not smart enough to drain its magic like you. Uh, But you don't really need to because after it casts wall, the only magic it does is casting speed up on itself. Which is funny because it'll bounce onto you. Yes. And then it moves the exact same way as the other one. So, um, you know, we just used a sword in a strengthening spell and, you know, stand in the middle, and charge that sword all the way up, wait for him to get to one side and then. Hit, yeah. rinse, repeat. The thing is, is when he hits you, it doesn't do a ton of damage. So you can really easily keep yourself topped up on the health.
1: Yeah, and you know, it's all the same attack patterns that you've already dealt with twice. So you know what to do.
0: And once you have defeated it, the palace will begin to shake again. As you run out of the, the palace, the sunken continent sinks again, but the mana fortress has been activated. Dun, dun, dun. And now when you fly around, you can see it.
1: And it's crazy. Like there's lightning. The sky is going crazy yeah it's uh it's pretty awesome and you probably don't need to be told but you don't want to mess around with that just yet
0: no no you actually want to land right right where you were again to find gemma yeah and then uh he tells you that mana power has grown so weak that the cloud cover over the mana tree is is weakened it's spread thin and you could probably get there now
1: yeah yeah when you land back outside this palace right Mm-hmm. This is an area that I'm almost 100% sure I screwed up when I was a kid. And part of the reason I never beat the game is if you loop around, you can find a, a, the cat, N- Nico. Oh, you can and you should. Yeah. And he has all of the best equipment. And it's super expensive. Luckily, it I is. found one gauntlet, but it's totally worth it. You need it. it. It almost doubles your defense. Yeah. So and if you don't, he's kind of out of the way and... If you don't buy this stuff, and then let's say you go... I was able to make it to the Mana Fortress, but you'll be so weak. Like, I just assumed I wasn't leveled up as a kid enough, you know?
0: No, it's that you need this equipment. And when we got here, we didn't have enough money to
1: buy the armor for everyone. I, I barely did, and only because I found a gauntlet.
0: So what we did was we went to the next area and then just leveled and farmed until we had enough money. Came right back. Sure and bought that equipment, because you really do need it, like you said. Once you have bought all of it, and you've got everything restocked, you are told to go to that place where the mana tree is. It is known as the Pure Land.
1: Yeah, this is up in the, like, northwest corner of the map.
0: Yes, it was just a clouded area, but now you can land in it. And this is where you can do some of the easiest leveling in the game. Uh, So here it is. It is a really cool-looking forest covered in uh, trees. You can't see all the way through it. And it yes. has just a few different types of enemies in
1: it. Oh, well, there's the hedgehog looking needle don't like lion. them. No, I, I always hate them because even, you know, they somehow they have those real strong attacks and I hate them.
0: Mm-hmm. There's those mushrooms, the mush glooms, ice thugs. Yeah, uh, But it is the Griffin's claw that you want to fight. Yeah. Because they have zero magic attacks. Oh, nice. And if you can get to the third area uh-huh. or the second area, it is when you enter it. There'll be two in front of you and then one in the middle. And there's a bunch of uh brush you have to cut. So you go uh-huh. past it to the top. And then when you come back down, there are three of them that you can hit without them being able to hit you at all. They physically oh, can't get to you. So you can just have your sidekicks go to town shooting them if you want, or they each have 20 some magic points drain all that. good so stuff. you can just enter and relieve this room over and over again. And it's, They give you a lot of experience, a ton of money. It's easier to do your magic here. And they drop one of the rare uh, super wet items for the boy, his strongest helmet.
1: Oh, nice. So it's like you
0: can. Yeah. So you can kind of, you know, in that one spot, come back in over and over again. You'll never get hurt. And you can level up your magic or your guys. Mm -hmm. Best of all
1: worlds. Pretty cool, man. I I didn't I didn't do that. I think I might have got one of those. I think I found a helmet, the duck helmet somewhere. So, this could be it.
0: It's not the duck helmet. The duck helmet is for the girls. Uh, it is the griffin helm that you get from them, oh, which is weird okay. because they're hands. Right. You'd think you'd get a gauntlet from them, but you don't. So, this is where I did all my magic leveling, all my physical leveling. And we ridiculously got to, I think at the end, we were somewhere in the upper 70s. Oh, wow. Or lower 80s. We had 99 magic points, over. Oh, wow. Like 600 hit points a piece
1: okay okay
0: and from this point on it was just smooth sailing sure yeah and you're gonna need some smooth sailing because this area the pure land while it does have connecting places it is in
1: its own right a giant boss rush as well yep you're just gonna keep like you'll come to this little like kind of ruined area that'll tell you to like go to the left and fight a boss basically and you do that several times
0: yep so let's get into it the first boss
1: we're going to encounter is the dragon worm yeah and this is similar to that what was the viper or something it's it's a big snake that comes in and out of the screen and
0: it's the same exact thing except for uh i think this one has less room to be off screen
1: okay yeah so you can hit it
0: with the magic a lot more often now granted it's weak against sylphid magic so uh the air blast is longer but again at this point My magic was so strong that it was never worth it from this point on to chain the magic. Sure. Because each time I classed it, it did over 500 damage. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if you chain it, you're just going to lose damage points.
1: Just blast it to pieces.
0: And when you have a ton of healing, it doesn't matter if you take a hit or two. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can destroy it so quickly. You will get the axe orb, and then you move on to the next boss. Well, and of course, when I say that there's like two gl- glades in between, but yeah, uh, this is a white snowish area and you are going to fight a snow dragon here.
1: Yeah. Uh, really cool looking. These are the coolest dragons in the game. Yeah.
0: There are really awesome sprites. They have like crazy muscular arms and legs. They're almost humanoid in a way. Yeah. Yeah. But they have a giant tail. And I will say that I never had any luck physically hitting these dragons.
1: You know, I can't say I even tried because they fly and kind of swoop. And
0: yeah, and they have like a big shadow that shows you like what they're hovering over. But man, I I, ne- I don't know if you can hit their tail or what the deal is, but I never had a single bit of luck hitting them physically. It's all about attacking them with your magic.
1: So, yeah, I don't trust that shadow. Like sometimes it's hard enough just to hit a stupid bee that's like four feet off the ground. And then when you got a huge dragon flying in, it's just no thank you. Yeah, exactly.
0: Now, the freeze dragon or the snow dragon. What what could it be weak against?
1: Hmm. Well, it has to be the amazing Salamando. And it is. So do it. Destroy
0: this thing as quick as you can cast that spell. Magma. Maybe Burn that's the down. one I used. Oh, yeah. Lava wave. Or, you Lava know, you've wave.
1: got quite a selection of fire spells. So. In fact,
0: if you want the uh, the girl to get on the action, she can as well. Yeah. Give her a taste of destruction. Indeed. You move on. You get the bow orb. you uh, That was one of those little gated areas where they're like, go to the left and defeat something, and yeah. we'll unlock the gate for you, says yeah. the magic voice. So you do, and you move on until you find another bird
1: creature. Axbeak. Uh, Yep, and we fought this thing before. It's weak against Undyne, so you can freeze it. Yes, this is the very obvious flame
0: version of it. Yeah. And it doesn't leave the area at all so you can just blast it to bits that's what you must do you get the javelin orb here uh next you will make your way down into
1: a cave yes and in this cave this fiery looking cave you will find a red dragon yes
0: hmm red
1: dragon so
0: there's only some sort of magic that could
1: what could it do it it, it,
0: fire it must be it must be water use your water nope freeze freeze magic freeze it to death And the good thing about these dragons is they always stay right where you want them to, so you can just spell away. Yes. Now, after the dragon, uh, you leave the cave, and then you uh, encounter a little forest area that has actual multiple paths, but they all meet back up. Yeah. Uh, It can be confusing if you're not paying attention, and you might think it's a loop, but you always want to be going as north as you can. Yeah. If you do continue to go north, you will find a Gigas. A new one. Yeah, a Thunder Gigas. Yes. And... This one uh, is no joke because he just starts casting spells nonstop. Yeah, he starts blasting
1: right away. And it is a gigas, so it can separate for an invincibility period into like some orbs and then reform.
0: So I'm pretty sure this was a, a death point for us as well. We lost the sprite mm-hmm. here yeah. uh, just because if he casts the right wave of spells at you, you can really get tore up. Now, it is weak yeah. against uh, gnome magic, so you can go gym missile all the way. Yep, yep. And once you've destroyed it, it does not turn out that this uh, Gigas was any holiday-based creature or human. So it's not the Easter Bunny. No. (laughs) So, or uh, Cupid itself. It was just uh, a Gigas you've (laughs) destroyed.
1: You do get the final sword orb from it, though. Yeah, which is awesome. You're going to want that bad boy.
0: But right away after that, you find and fight your final dragon, the Blue Dragon. Yes. This dragon is blue, da da dee da da dao.
1: <laughs> and um it's got a similar lightning, the blitz breath like thunder gigas, so it can do some, some good damage.
0: Uh, you it, it
1: definitely can. But and it's also weak against the gnome, so gem missile, earthquake, Which, whatever.
0: Gem missile. It's only two magic points. And at this point, you know, and like I said, I had oh like ninety-nine, so I was oh, yeah. not hurting. I was like, whatever, take it. Blast it away. You blast it. With those gem missiles, you will destroy it and obtain the boomerang orb. You pass through your final gate, although it does tell you that once you've gone through this gate, you will never be able to return.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know, if you want to try to get some of those rare drops, you know, a lot of these enemies can't be found elsewhere.
0: If you don't have that Griffin Helm, which I fought, I'd say at least two hundred of those, and never got oh. one. Oh wow! I just had to be make my make my peace with it and move on. I, yeah. And once you do move on, though. You are treated with a pretty interesting cutscene.
1: Oh well, treated or
0: <laughs> this is rough, man. Well, it certainly is an interesting treat, Nick. Um, you know, you are there on top of the mountain, looking down at the the mana tree under the blood red sky, and you realize that this is where you should uh, revive the mana sword.
1: Yeah, because like All you right.
0: go to use the sword, right, and then that's when the
1: tree gets blasted.
0: Yes, you ask it to to revive the sword for you, but. The classic late 80s space laser shoots down and destroys the tree. You're all knocked out, but something wakes you up. A voice calling you. Yeah.
1: It's your father. Oh, yes. Your father. And who would that be? It's that very same ghost that told you to pick up uh, the sword at the very beginning. Yes. It's your father, the
0: legendary knight, who was wounded badly 15 years ago and fell in the final showdown with Thanatos. Mm. But luckily, your mother... Was there to help you, too. And just as all the elder tribal women before her, she became the new mana tree in a thing that totally makes sense.
1: <laughs> well, And it's really funny because you're like, you find out as soon as it gets killed. <laughs> you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> you never even got talked to your mom slash tree. Like,
0: I never knew bummer. my mom. And then I did. And now she's gone. Well, there is some like uh, a big chunk of stump left. So you can at least make something out of your mom. Yeah nice little stool something cool like that yeah uh, now once this cutscene is over though what can you do what
1: is left i mean other than if you want to some last odds and ends of leveling it's time to head to the mana fortress and it can be a little confusing as to how do you get to the fortress it's a little weird because you gotta like fly towards it and kind of upwards it's, it's tricky
0: yeah and there's a certain point where you're close enough to it and at a height it will just take over yeah and autopilot lead you in yeah it'll just suck you right in now you land on the outside of the fortress where you must fight well mainly new enemies all throughout but they're all just variations of ones you fought before really yeah you have that uh gross face
1: yes it is gross and it summons ninjas and this is where there's some of those werewolves i i remember this because they were like those these werewolves would do like a street fighter like hurricane spin kick come flying Mm -hmm. at you and it does like like i got it killed my hero it did 850 damage one hit one time
0: they are very strong but more importantly they drop one of the strongest things in the game oh yeah in fact a lot of the enemies here drop the best armor in the game sure so i'm just gonna go over it super quick in this place the mana fortress the fiend head that head we don't like Uh uh-huh it drops the vampire cape, what the second strongest thing for the girl and the sprite. Nice. The whimper treasure creature. It looks like mm-hmm. the shape changer, or it looks like it's the blobish thing that creates more of itself. Yeah. It drops the power suit, which is the hero's strongest armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a set of it, and the vampire cape, and a fairy cloak, which is what the master ninjas drop, and it is the strongest girl and sprite armor as well. Nice. As far as headgear is concerned, the terminator (laughs) not uh not arnie but it drops the fairy crown which is the girl and sprites strongest and when i say strongest
1: these are all five to ten higher than the the thing you could buy yeah and which these items all themselves even the ones you can buy are like you said before like twice as good as the next ones down in the sequence like there's no way you're getting through here it goes from
0: like 78 to 140 yeah yeah and as far as armware is concerned uh those wolf guys Drop the fairy ring, which is the strongest one for the girls. Mm. And the, I think the dog stalker, the eggplant man, and one other thing there drops
1: another one as well. Lots of good stuff to be had. And, you know, honestly, you know, these are strong enemies. So if, if you do need to grind, you can, you can get out of here. So you can come in and fight and leave if you, if you want to. And for some reason, my daughter really wanted that armor. So we did. And it
0: didn't take us that long to get it, to be honest with you. Cool. Now this, uh, Interior of the Mana Fortress is super cool looking, very high tech, but still medieval-ish. Pretty pretty good stuff. And the first floor of it is very straightforward. Yeah. Almost no, you know, winding paths, no secret areas. There's just one spot that is an offshoot, but it's one extra room to check out. Nothing crazy. And then halfway through, you're going to fight the boss, Buffy, the vampire bat. (laughs)
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, same sprite that we encountered before, but different colored. And it is weak to Lumina magic. Yeah, so this is the girl's time to, to shine and cast Lucent Beam, Blast Away. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take a whole lot of casts of
0: it if it's very high level. No, this this boss really isn't too tough, to be honest. No, uh, it is just a gateway to the second level, which is a lot more There There is twice as many rooms that you can go through that you need to. Mm-hmm. But there is a set of arrows that I'm not sure if they're telling you the correct way to go. But I followed them and I got through it. Yeah,
1: I um, yeah, I don't remember getting lost or anything. So yeah, it was a pretty uneventful. Besides all the battling, mm-hmm. uh, the second layer is guarded by a
0: boss known as the Dread Slime. Yes, similar looking to the Lime Slime, but different acting. Oh because yeah, this slime does not shrink every time you hurt it; it gets larger. Yeah. And it's constantly changing color, which also changes the type of magics that it does and possibly is weak against i I'm, I'm not sure I, I feel like i just blasted it with i think uh, it's weak against shade magic shade magic mm-hmm. but i just again you have to blast it because after you've hit it two or three times you're not it's you can't get close enough to physically hurt it right right and once you have defeated it though you can warp down to the third level and it is very straightforward there is no place you can't go but to the end of it right it is very long though yeah it's just a long windy sequence of, of rooms if you've used any of your fairy walnuts or your Cups of Wishes, you may want to leave, refill those, and then run back through the first two uh, levels because the bosses are gone even when you come back. Yeah, which uh, is nice. Now you're your way to the third and final floor's end, and then you find, well, the true master of evil and his plan, Thanatos. Ugh. He's there with Diluc. And Why? Because Diluc is the perfect vessel for him to be reborn. That's twisted, man. It is. So he takes over Diluc's body, but not before Diluc, in one last moment of strength, distracts him or weakens him to a degree to where you can physically interact with him. Yeah, some something like that. And at this point, Thanatos becomes the creature known as the Dark Lich. Really cool looking sprite. Super cool sprite. He has six 1666 hit points which is extra metal yeah and i do love this sprite it is a skeletal mage floating around with space and stars as the center of its body
1: yeah and and you get some crazy music here it's like industrial music playing that stands out from the rest of the soundtrack you know
0: yeah now i had zero luck hitting this lich with my sword right now you want to want to use the old what lucent beam right yeah, it is a evil creature. So you want to use that pure light magic. And if you have the lucid beam, like I said, you do the math, your lucid beam leveled all the way up is doing over 500 a hit. Yeah. So, so you really need to coming. hit it like 11 to 12 times and you can wipe this guy right out.
1: If you're having trouble this is another one that uh, I, I used uh, the magic absorb and chain rapid cast it on him too. If you eliminate all of its magic. So, ah, that is extremely smart. Now, what magic does he do to you? I think it's got several different, right? He does, I know he does like some dark, the shade spells, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the only ones I remember, but I, because I honestly, it, it was like I kept him stun locked while well until he had no magic, so. Gotcha. Uh,
0: I do know that he flies around a little bit. Yeah, I don't remember
1: if this boss got to attack us at all. It was just such a quick blur. Yeah, it's... Most, a lot of the bosses are, you know, at this point, if you're, if you've been leveling up all your magic, it's, they're, they're not too bad if you know what to do. Indeed. But luckily you've defeated the,
0: the, the, the lich, the Thanatos, the game must be over. So you might think. But it is not. No, a rumbling begins. Yeah. And you make your way to the very top of the fortress. You're trying to get out of there. Yeah. You're outside now. But what is this one final beast to fight? In fact, it is the
1: Mana Beast. Yeah, it has arisen to destroy the fortress.
0: And in a dark twist of fate, you realize that the Mana Beast is the same species as your friend Flammy.
1: Yes, much bigger though. (laughs) Much, much
0: larger, but not much more menacing looking, sadly. No, it is kind of a cute dragon. (laughs) I feel very bad about destroying this creature, but you must. And there is only one way to destroy it. Luckily, once you've defeated Thanatos, you have unlocked the block on Dryad. Yeah. And Dryad is now able to give both the sprite and the girl the final spell that you did not have before. The, the mana magic. And when cast together, one from each, the mana sword is at its full strength. Yes, and both of them only cost 1 MP, so good deal, Lucille. It is a good deal, because without them both cast, you can do zero damage to this beast. So I thought, mm-hmm. because you can and actually hurt it with a charged up attack from the other people. Oh, yeah.
1: Yes. It doesn't do a ton of damage, but it does some. I see. I didn't even mess with it because this is a weird fight kind of where w- your three party members are on this kind of ledge at the bottom. Yes. And you see the dragon in the background and it'll do one of th- it has like three different things where it'll like fly across and, and swoop you all and you all take some damage. Or it'll shoot a big fire, or it turns turns into or shoots a big fireball kind of spiral at you. Uh-huh. Just damages everyone. I don't think there's any way to dodge or get out of the way. No, there is not. And then it does a swoop, where it swoops up and hits you. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it'll slowly, like every third one, it'll start rising from the bottom and, and it's right in front of you, and that's your chance to attack. Uh, sometimes it does come down from the top
0: as well, after that big swoop. Oh, okay. And while it's here, you know, slowly coming down from the the top or up from the bottom is the only time you can hurt it. So you have have to time it correctly to get the spells onto your sword because it only lasts uh, 20 seconds or so. Yeah. And I mean, I had my dryad all the way up to level eight. Same. So I found the best time to cast it was when it was just starting to fly at you.
1: Yeah, it's the, that's, the challenging thing is that both of the mana magic spells that the girl and the sprite have take a long time. Like, they're not like the other ones where you just cast it and it goes, and then you're back. Mm hmm where it's like they're sitting there doing their thing, and the mana beast doesn't stop while the, this is happening. So it's and like it, a challenge time management where you've you got to get both these spells off and you at the right time so that the mana sword doesn't depower when it finally gets close enough to fight. Meanwhile, you do have to heal a lot because you're taking unavoidable damage nonstop. See, I was doing this routine of casting Defender as soon as it left the, the close-up spot, you know, when it was heading back to attack again. So I cast Defender, and I okay. honestly... When it would do its attacks, I was taking barely any damage, like less than 100. Oh, wow. So, which was good because my sprite still had a wall on it, so I couldn't use healing magic <laughs> until like halfway through. Hmm. So, but I i don't know if my sword wasn't leveled up enough or, you know, you, you mentioned using the, the moon energy spell, which I didn't think yeah, to do. That was great
0: because... That meant I hit it every single time for a ton of damage. And I only had to hit it like five or six times or five or six passes that way.
1: Yeah. And how, Um, because I would, when it would come and I would have my guy charging the whole time as soon as I could. So I could hit him with a level like six or seven attack,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but that would only get me like, you know, it's eight, 900 damage. And it's like, if I miss that, then it's, oh, you're screwed. <laughs> See, I
0: could do a five or six, I could do like a 600 damage hit just, with one
1: hit, like 100%. Like just a normal attack? Yeah, so I would just do those as much as I could. Oh, see, that's this is where it really sucks, because it's something I kind of forgot to mention before, but it, you, know, you charge up your sword attack to level 7, right? And the hero, the guy, will start going nuts, spinning around and slashing, but it will never hit the same enemy more than once. Yeah, I, it was too nuts for me. That's why I didn't even try. It takes too long. My normal sword attacks did not do jack. Th- I I was kind of confused here. That's I was a little crestfallen when you mentioned that critical hit spell. I was like, gosh darn it. I'd like to think I would
0: like to say I was smart enough to think of that on my own, but I did read about that one online.
1: Well, I was never I was never in any real danger in this battle, but it just took forever because I was oh, barely I doing damage, and so was it. You know, so it was it was crazy, but.
0: Uh, pretty cool battle all around until the very end when you do defeat it it awkwardly mode sevens into a weird flat version of itself and twinkles out of existence yeah but once that weird sprite blinks out of existence you are on a mountain or something and sadly the sprite is gone
1: yeah it had warned us before you know it's it's from like the world of mana or something so it it couldn't couldn't survive if if the mana beast was destroyed
0: and that uh message did not get through to my daughter oh yeah because when she found out that the sprite was gone from our world it really tore her up man she started crying i mean not like sobbing but i looked over and just the waterworks were on i was like oh gave her a big hug and we talked about you know she wasn't gone for you know she wasn't dead she was just back in her world you know yeah and she's like but they became friends she
1: was like <laughs> but yeah?
0: Well, i was sad for a moment i was super happy because that's when i realized like it worked i got her the story <laughs> got its hooks into her and even though it was a sad ending and i told her there's a lot of sad endings in the world of rpgs yeah i think you know the fact that this was more than just a fun game, which she plays lots of, the story aspect, you know, you to us as jaded adults or non-caring <laughs> teenagers when you read this, you don't even think about the fact that this kind of story could affect you in that way, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was really refreshing to see that she was affected by the, the loss of this girl to her friends.
1: Well, and it is, it is a pretty somber ending because it shows you and the girl kind of walk, you know, dialogue doesn't make it out either. He's gone.
0: Yeah, and uh, you do you tour the world, kind of saying your goodbyes to everyone around the the realms. You visit Santa Claus, that weird witch, all yeah. of the canon brothers together.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then you finally, you know, you get back to that very Podos village where the jerks kicked you out. And you slay them. No. You should, dark. You should. They're a bunch of jerks. <laughs> like, I am the man of beast now.
0: And while you're there, you know, um, the girl's friend, the blue haired one, she's there as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Fanna. Mm-hmm.
0: It's time to say your goodbyes. You take the sword back to the place where you originally found it and stick it back. And it's pretty crappy resting spot, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> just in the middle of this stream. I'm like, should there be like some sort of shrine or like a cage around this thing?
1: Yeah. Well, it's like the very when you first get the sword, it's like rusty sword. And I'm like, I wonder why it's so rusty. It's just sitting in a, a waterfall. <laughs> like-
0: Indeed. But you have restored it to its rightful place bringing peace to the land, I guess. And in one final parting shot, we do see the sprite in her village blinking out. And then a cool little shot of her up in the trees, looking off at the moon.
1: Yeah, man. Pretty, uh, It's it's got a melancholy vibe. It's pretty cool.
0: It is. It's a very cool and very fitting ending. this is it folks the culmination of five episodes we are here in the final portion of the final episode of the secret of manuary we are here in the review portion and of course we always use the classic nintendo power review system that really doesn't make much sense but we're locked into it three years later (laughs) which has four categories each category a possible score from zero to five starting with graphics and sound
1: I went with a 4.5. I gave it
0: a 5.0. I said I, I really I, have no complaints.
1: I, I mean, it all has, you have some, some great and well-animated character sprites.
0: Yes, and enemy sprites. I love the design of all the things in this game from I, it, creatures to enemies to townspeople
1: it, it's a little cutesy for my taste but it's very good you know indeed and i think that the backgrounds are good but you know you do get this a lot of the castles and palaces are just color swapped you do you do you know, you know and it's very high detail and it looks great but it is you know
0: And the animation is so good on your characters. And there's so much animation that you will probably never see because there's different animations for every weapon for all these different defensive things.
1: Man, it really makes me wish like if they would have got that disc system where I'm like, I bet a lot of these enemies would, you know, they're pretty well animated, but not like your three primary sprites.
0: Correct. Now, if you do want to hear me complain about one thing, it would be a complaint. I usually save for the shmups. But it's when you're charging your sword, you know, you've got that It
1: oh, can shit.
0: really, if you're doing it too much, it will become annoying and it kind of overtake the soundtrack.
1: It is a bit maddening.
0: But otherwise, I mean I love pretty much everything about the way this game looks and sounds.
1: Sure. Now, I did a little extra research here. I wrote Uh-oh, down extra credit wow. time. Oh, I wrote down what I was like, I wonder what Nintendo Power said, since we use the same categories. So I wrote down how Nintendo Power scored this game and they gave it a three point nine for graphics and sound. Wow. I forgot Which that is,
0: they go more granular than we do.
1: Well and but here's another little thing. I just happened to notice because it was in the same episode as that the Super Nintendo Jurassic Park that we recently played a few weeks ago got a four for graphics and sound well I mean we all know that was a
0: better game
1: yeah yeah, it's not fair to compare Secret of Mana no
0: I mean Nintendo Power never got anything wrong I mean they were famous famous (laughs) about that
1: 100 always
0: very fair and I'm sure the coverage had nothing to do with who paid them more or took out advertising they wouldn't do that to us not at all Next up is play control, and I gave it a 4.0.
1: I was kind of torn on this one. I gave it a 3.0. I might go up a little. Like, I really like the, you know, I think the ring menu works well, Mm -hmm. but I just don't like the hit detection or the charging for your attacks. See, I
0: I gave them a ding for that one in challenge factor. Okay. As far as play control goes, I mean, I thought, you know, it doesn't really ask you to do any platforming. Anytime you need to use a special item that goes a certain place, it just forces you to be in that right spot. Mm-hmm. while the hitboxes are a little weird i thought that as far as like you know using all the items everything was very easy and worked the way you thought it should
1: yeah yeah i it, it's good it just there are some frustrating moments where i'm like why can't i just swing my axe or stab it or know which one i'm doing or you know mm-hmm.
0: and that brings us to challenge factor and what did you rate this
1: i gave it a 2.5 i, I didn't really think it was that like is smart. what i
0: gave it I, I said it can be hard, but like every RPG, but especially this one, you can easily level up to overcome an area that is too hard.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's an, the only kind of downside to it is that the system for leveling your magic spells is pretty boring. But correct. You know, yeah, I don't, I don't even know how necessary it truly is.
0: And finally, we have theme and fun. I went with a 4.5. As did I. I thought all of the different lands looked really cool. They did a great job of making the various forests look different and feel different. And while the palaces all were too very samey and a lot of the dungeon areas, when you were exploring the world, it really did feel like you were in different lands and areas with the creatures, the enemies and the backgrounds.
1: Sure, sure. And, uh, you know, that's a common thing among RPGs where, you know, you'll have a couple different caves that get color swapped because, you know, you can't especially when you have this much content you know it's hard to give everything unique graphics you know so Mm it's but i I thought the story was better than i remembered you know i didn't really pay much attention as a kid but i really liked a lot of it more than i thought and you know it was a fun adventure
0: yeah i mean i had a blast with this game uh sharing with my daughter was super awesome i was surprised my son didn't want to play it, but it was kind of great because it was a experience that you know just she and I could have together. For me, the only reason it wasn't higher was that the grinding part of this game is so not fun that it, yeah. it, it, I had to take off that that half a point. Same here. Uh, that was that was my only the only thorn in my side. And finally, Nick, I know the answer to this question, but why don't you tell all of our friends and fans out there: Should you play this game?
1: You're darn tooting. It's a great game. It's a great intro to RPGs. It's not very demanding.
0: There's a reason we just spent a month playing this game. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. We're talking about it, but it is. It's a great game. And I think this might be one of the best ways to get into role-playing games, I feel like. It bridges the gaps in ways that are easy to, to grasp and fun to do. Sure. So if you haven't played this game, there are many ways to find it. And, you know, it is currently on a collection that is out there for all major systems, so... Grab it and play it. Absolutely. Next week's game will be Sonic 3. For the Sega Genesis, this is not Sonic and Knuckles.
1: No, just Sonic 3. No lock-on technology here.
0: Not yet. We'll get there. Don't worry. (laughs) So it might be hard, but find a copy of this game any way you can.
1: Indeed. And remember, if you guys want to let us know... What do you think about Nintendo Power's review systems? Do you think their numbers are inflated? Are they pandering to the markets? Are we pandering? Let us know at cartridgecommand at gmail.com.
0: How much do you hate the fact that we are locked into this system that doesn't make a lot of sense? <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't bother me that much because I don't feel like our reviews are tied to those points in like a, a way that makes it so you can't understand if we enjoyed a game or not
1: yeah yeah it's well i mean reviewing things numerically is kind of a weird system to begin with you know
0: indeed and if you think it is weird or not weird you can let us know at cartridge command at facebook or on the Twitterverse at cart command where we sometimes let you know and new shows happen and of course at the end of every show but perhaps we should start doing it at the beginning. We must go out of our way to thank the awesome and wonderful folks that give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command. It is their support that makes this show happen. (laughs) We are just two guys that make this show in our spare time. And with every hard-earned dollar you give us, we put into the show. It pays for our hosting fees, our equipment, anything like that. Uh, Eventually, we will be recording together in person again, and we'll pay for the gas I buy to travel across the <laughs> semi-great state of Ohio to record
1: with Nick. Yeah, and you know, we we appreciate easily found money as well. Like, you don't have to be hard-earned. If you, if you just got a lot of it That's for true. free, we'll take it. If you
0: are a trust fund kid, we will take your money as well. But you yeah. know, for those that haven't given, please consider doing so. Even a dollar is awesome for us.
1: Yeah, maybe somebody is sitting on some uh, GameStop stock right now and you're ready to (laughs) throw some of that away
0: yeah i wish i was playing that stonks game for sure so thank you all so very very much and as always cartridge commandos game game on
1: Game on. Game it. Game it. Game on.
0: On. Da, da, da.